Hey everyone, it's Grace, and today the topic of conversation on the Live With Grace podcast is maturity, which is a really interesting word to call this podcast, but it's the most fitting, I would say. Basically, I'm just going to be talking about my experience, how I've matured recently, like within the last year, and also just maturity in general in sports and in life. Um, kind of in its obvious definition and also in its more, I would say, like, under the surface definition, implicit def. I don't know how you want to describe it, but I would say, like, the more non-conventional definition of maturity would be how you deal with things when they're thrown at you unexpectedly and kind of how you deal with adverse situations in general. So, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So to start, maturity, what it means to me um, is kind of how, I wouldn't even say how old you act, but how respectable your decisions are. So I would say most people mature with age. Most people become better decision makers and deal with adversity better as they grow older. But sometimes circumstances, genetics, upbringing or even just natural tendencies and personalities might cause some people to mature faster or slower. So in life, I would say that mature individuals, people that, you know, have either either reached a certain age or, you know, have these natural tendencies or have faced enough in their life to the point where they've, you know, become the person they need to be, These types of individuals make decisions and judgment calls from a place of genuine love, logic, reasoning, etc. They don't allow their ego, they don't allow their poor habits or their emotions to step in the way of the things that they choose and the things that they do, any of their actions or decisions. They're not coming from an egotistic place. They're coming from somewhere, you know, deep down in their heart or they're coming from somewhere um something that's you know more thought through in my own experience i would say that it's really easy for me to kind of decipher or determine people's levels of maturity by how they act around people that aren't as cool or how they act around their families how they act around certain groups of friends or those deemed popular or those that might be a little bit weirder or people that might be interested in different things. I think that those are all determining factors of maturity in its most conventional definition. And I would say that maturity even comes out and uh, even comes out in how people post on social media and how they present themselves to others online. Um, but because you can kind of tell sometimes whether somebody is posting something from a genuine place, whether it's coming from a place of confidence, self-love, um, you know, wanting to just express yourself, or if it's coming from a place of needing validation, needing to put others down, to put yourself up, or just, you know, kind of longing for approval or praise, which I feel like everyone does this to some extent. Everyone has posted something, or most people have posted something in their life that wasn't just from a place of them wanting to be their most authentic self and you know them being a real in a really positive mind 
mind frame, uh, mind state, or however you want to say it. I think that everyone has some sort of, you know, unhealthy habit that they've either had in the past or something that, you know, comes up when they're going through something or when they might get a negative comment from somebody that might cause them to go seek validation, etc. So I think that these are all kind of ways that you can determine people's maturity in life. In sports, maturity manifests, manifests itself more, I would say, in how you react to adverse situations. I guess that's kind of the same thing as life, but maturity in sports, I'm just going to keep going with that. Maturity in sports is basically where you decide to put your energy and what you just, what you allow to take your energy, what you focus on. And you know, what do you allow to bring you down? What what pumps you up? That type of thing. So the most obvious of these examples is kind of in sports, how good are you at making decisions when you're under pressure or it's a tough game or there's people watching or it's a really hard practice and coaches on you and you know everything just seems to be going wrong and you're messing up and you're in your head and your teammates are mad at you and you have to you have to make time on your sprints and your body hurts and the list just goes on and on and on when things aren't good when things aren't comfortable it's how you make decisions when something happens that's out of your control or that you didn't plan for, when you get an injury, when you're not the one in the spotlight, when you're the one on the bench, when you are the one in the spotlight and you're under a lot of pressure, what do you do when people aren't looking? What do you do when your coach isn't looking? What do you do when your teammates aren't around and it's an empty gym? Or how do you speak to yourself? How do you speak to those around you? Do you respect your coach? Do you respect your teammates do you you know i mean there's a lot of things that are in i would say under this big umbrella term of maturity and another aspect of this is respect and that's not only respect that you have for others it's also respect that you build for yourself and i believe that at least for me Becoming mature and maturing, I'm not perfect right now. I'm not the most mature person I could ever be, but the things I've went through has helped have helped me build respect for myself because I believe that you build respect for yourself by saying you're going to do something and doing it and by doing the hard things when you don't feel like doing it. And those are such simple things and they almost sound cliche because... It's what everyone says. It's the quote that's on the wall in the training room half the time. You know what I mean? Like to work hard and to do things when you don't feel like it. But it's just so true. Like to consistently show up for yourself to say, you know what? Like for me, I'll be like, okay, Grace, like you have to do this today. Like this is, you know, I'm trusting the process. This is what I need to get better on today. And going out and doing that even, sorry, even when I don't feel like it and even when my body hurts or you know what i mean that's not and that even goes to say it's not just doing things when you don't feel like it it's also uh giving yourself time to rest when you feel like you need to be pushing yourself harder sometimes too which i think i'm gonna get more into that later that's a big way that i've matured recently but it's basic but 
this respect and this maturity is just doing things consistently and building a, I would say like a mindset where you can make decisions that come from a place of logic and reasoning and, you know, skill and love and love for yourself and respect for other people without allowing your negative emotions, without allowing, you know, tough situations and circumstances that you didn't expect to alter this state, if that makes any sense. So I had the idea for this podcast because recent events in my life caused me to mature a lot. And these events were not things that I really expected, you know? Recently, I'll just say I've reached a new stage of maturity in the sense of both my physical and mental health as a female athlete, and honestly, just as a woman in general. My realization of this maturity wasn't even too long ago. I would say it was maybe a month or two ago. And as I said, it was the circumstances that I faced that led me to grow in my discipline and my self-care and, you know, just push myself to push or pulled me to do things that I've always known are the right things to do, but I've never prioritized them as much as I have now. And so a little bit of background, I'm going to go into what I was, what I'm talking about with the circumstances by just giving a little bit of background Um, I'm not going to go super into everything, but basically I just finished my freshman year at Valdosta State and my freshman year playing basketball at Valdosta State. And during the season, um, you know, God protected me and my body. And for the most part, I stayed healthy. I had like an ankle sprain halfway through the season, but it didn't really stop me from playing or anything. But one thing that did bother me was my right knee, which is something that I've had surgery on around five years ago. I had an ACL and meniscus reconstruction on my right knee about five years ago. And I had an ACL reconstruction on my left knee my senior year of high school. So I guess that's considered, I don't even know. I had it in 2020, so two years ago. And, but anyways, my right knee really bothered me, especially toward the end of the season. Our season went really long because my team did well. And so we started preseason, you know, in August and we didn't end till March. And while all through high school, I've trained really hard. And the summer before going to college, I trained really, really hard. Nothing could prepare your body to go through a season that, essentially lasts from August to March. I don't I don't feel like doing the math of how many months that is. And yeah, it's not really the season the whole time because we're not playing games the whole time, but it's a lot on your body, right? And my meniscus, which I'd formally gotten repaired and shaved, like part of it was cut off and part of it was stitched up five years ago, started to bother me again, understandably, right? It's a lot of wear and tear. It's a lot of, you know, cutting on it. It's a lot of landing on it, etc. So I had a small knee surgery after the season. They called it a scope. And 
my doctor basically said that my meniscus was shredded, like part of my meniscus was shredded. And he just went and cleaned it out. And it was supposed to be, you know, just clean it out. And I'm going to feel so much better next season, right? And to be honest with you, it doesn't feel better right now. And that was really a hard pill to swallow that, you know, I went through this and it felt great in my rehab, but as soon as I go back to trying to train really hard, it swells up really easily. It clicks and pops all the time. It sometimes hurts. I have to ice it. I have to, you know, do all the things, right? I have to really take care of it for it to be able to perform. And if I just go run, 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 play basketball on it all day, every day of the week, right? It, it doesn't respond well. It swells up. I can't straighten it. It hurts, etc. So my maturity has kind of come from doing the, you know, like I said, I think I mentioned this before, but prioritizing the little things that I didn't before. So call me an old lady, right? But I do yoga, right? I do yoga a few times a week nothing crazy just from youtube to make sure that i'm working on my mobility all my muscles are you know taken care of i foam roll every day multiple times a day i prioritize my sleep a lot more like when i have early workouts i make sure i get to bed early i am eating as healthy as i can like i'm trying to eat really clean i'm trying to just do every little thing that i can to take care of my body because It's been through so much for being 19. It's been through three knee surgeries and my knees just, they aren't normal anymore. And I guess just my maturity has kind of come from a realization that, you know, this is the body that I have, right? And I only have one body and I need to take care of it. And I need to do all the things I can to take care of it. That doesn't mean that I'm not training hard at all because I am, but every workout is very intentional. And every workout is, you know, I'm going hard, but then I also take care of my body in the off time. I get there early to foam roll and stretch. You know what I mean? I take, I even take care of my ankles with band exercises. And, you know, I just, I've become a lot more disciplined in doing the things that I wasn't as disciplined in doing before. So, yeah, that's basically where the inspiration a lot of the inspiration from this podcast came was my i wouldn't even call it a transformation because it's not like i fully transformed into a new person but just how i've changed and matured in the last few months since i've had this surgery and taking care of my physical health right and the other main thing which this is actually even more important and more revolutionary in my life is that I speak to myself so much better right now than I ever have in my life. And this is something that I never expected, right? Because I would say that my whole life, and I still have these tendencies, right? But my whole life, I have had very perfectionist tendencies. And it sounds like, oh yeah, like I want to be the best. I want to be perfect. I want to do everything right it sounds like a great mentality to have. It's something that's served me a lot in certain areas of my life. It's something that served me in the classroom. And it's something that served me in 
you know, just little things, right, in life. But it's something that's never served me in sports. And so, for some reason, the time off from basketball, from training really hard, I would say, in basketball. It's not like I completely cut off basketball, but the time I had to take when I had this surgery after the season, for some reason, it helped me step into the person that I am and just pour. It gave me like the time and space to just pour into myself, pour into myself with love and compassion and understanding and, you know, learning to take care of myself better. And I spent so much time. This was even before. This is honestly my whole life, but I'm a big, like, I love to write. I love, I spend a lot of time with God, so I like to write my prayers. But it's just this time specifically led me to do a lot more journaling and let me led me to do a lot more exercises where I'm learning about myself, right? And not just positive journaling, journaling about everything, journaling about the things that stress me out or the things I'm really grateful for, the things I love, the things that, you know, just everything, right? Like everything under the sun, I've probably written about, probably not, okay, that's a stretch. But a lot of things and especially exercises that have helped me just accept myself more. And that sounds really cheesy and because it's not like I was like, it's not like I didn't like myself before, but I didn't treat myself with kindness all the time, right? I didn't treat myself with love. I didn't always talk to myself nicely. And my self-talk, like I said, has just been something that's really helped me when I came back to basketball or when I'm, you know, when I'm training now. My How I talk to myself has just been something that, you know, helps me perform better. And... So that's just, from my experience, that's what I kind of wanted to talk about in maturity. It's not the typical sense of maturity in life, right? But everything, everything comes full circle. Every, you, you step into who you want to be in life and you step into who you want to be as a person and you step into the person that you've always been and you do that same thing on the basketball court or on the football field or, you know, any sport that you play, right? And so, in a way, my knee surgery, which you could look at as, man, like, maybe I shouldn't have gotten the surgery, right? You could look at it really negatively and you could be pessimistic and say, man, like, my knee's never going to be okay. Like, I'm always in pain. Why am I not normal? God, why did you do this to me? Or you could say, man, like this time is something that's been one of the biggest blessings in my life, this knee surgery, right? And my how I've matured. I, I'm taking care of my body so much better than I probably would have, right? Maybe that's going to help me down the line, right? When I'm older, maybe that's going to be something that's a bigger blessing than the blessing that would have been if my knee had no pain right now. So... Yeah, I just have this really strong belief that this giant leap leap of maturity in such a short time would not have happened if I hadn't gone through this chapter, right? And 
yeah so that's basically what i would say just the how i've prioritized the things that i've always needed to prioritize is how i've matured recently and like i said this podcast isn't by any means my way of saying wow i'm just this you know enlightened mature perfect person i do all the right things i never go to bed late which i definitely do i never you know mess up i never eat junk food whatever i'm definitely not that person but it's just the pursuit of trying to do the best things for yourself and doing everything that might not be as good for your body but good for your mind and makes you happy in moderation like eating junk food and you know just constantly just trying to better yourself and develop positive habits and yeah like i probably do still give too much power to my emotions sometimes i probably still have a lot more maturing to do as i grow through college and you know face new experiences this season in basketball but i just have a sort of comfort in the fact that i'm really aware of these things and that i'm working on them you know i'm just another athlete just figuring it out and trying to roll with the punches trying to just you know do my best and so that's really the main point that i wanted to drive home in this podcast but it's just the the other aspect of this is just the anxiety that accompanies anything that comes into your life unexpectedly right the anxiety of the future and even of the past i feel like the anxiety of the future is usually caused by an anxiety about or a stress about something that happened in the past right but the truth is that everything that you experience is in the present that's a completely different rabbit hole that i don't want to go down but just this anxiety about for me specifically it's man like what if i'm not in shape what if i what if after doing all this i'm not fast enough or what if i'm not prepared what if i'm not doing enough what if i'm doing too much what if my body breaks down what if this isn't the right thing i'm supposed to be doing what if it is what if i made the wrong decision etc the list just goes on and on and on and you just go into this negative spiral i feel like this anxiety is something that a lot of people go through kids adults athletes business people etc when something happens that we don't expect the most natural response is worry fear and panic and i'm just here today to talk about like i said my unexpected challenges that i've faced my much more unplanned summer than i thought i thought that this summer was just gonna be you know super scheduled to a T. I'm going to be in like the best shape of my life. I'm going to be completely, not even completely shredded, but like that type of thing. I'm going to be in great shape. I'm going to be, you know, my shot's going to be great. All this. And my, my shot still has gotten better. I've still gotten way better at the things I need to work on. I'm still, you know, constantly working on getting in shape and getting conditioned and doing what I can. Right. But anyways, how this summer that was more unplanned than I thought is arguably one of the best things that has ever happened to me for my growth. 
and how I would never have believed you if you had told me this a few months ago. So, one of the last things I'm going to talk about, not the very last thing, was, is, I mean, that right now, like I said, I feel like I have the best relationship that I've ever had with myself. But when I look at, you know, pictures and videos of myself from the last few years, even, you know, going back into high school, I look I look roughly the same. I act roughly the same. I haven't changed much, right, in private, but it's just how much more comfortable I feel being me. I feel comfortable being you know, my weird self and saying what I want to, you know, I don't think I ever would have made this podcast a year ago. And it's something that I've wanted to do for years. It's something like I have so much writing and so many things that I want to talk about eventually. But it's something like just, I guess this is a good example of something that shows how I've matured and shows how I've grown. And just being able to create and post and say what comes to mind from my heart, not avoiding things as much, not doing things from this self-conscious place of needing validation, and just making the most mature choices I ever have for my mental, spiritual, and physical health. So my advice to anyone going through a rough patch even if it's not the roughest patch ever, right? Even if it's not a surgery or illness or something life-threatening. If you're just facing something in your life that is unexpected and is like throwing you off, right? Making you a little bit anxious, making you a little bit, making it a little bit hard to fall asleep at night. You know what I mean? My advice would first be to give it to God. And I know that, you know, I'm very accepting of anybody of any religion. So whoever you pray to, or if you're just spiritual, that's fine too. If you're atheist listening to this, then I guess just, you know, trust that things are going to work out, right? But for me, it would it's always been giving it to God, to spend time with God, to express every thought and idea to God, and just to give your anxieties to Him, work on trusting where He's leading you. And this is something that I'm obviously still working on every day. I'm not perfect, but it's God has really helped me through every chapter of my life and protected me and guided me. He's never brought me to a place where I couldn't handle the, you know, situation I was given, right? So that's my first piece of advice. My second piece of advice, what this podcast has been most about is just to pour into yourself. Stop looking for validation from others all the time. And this goes for women and men of the opposite gender, like looking for, you know, for me, like looking for men to validate me and tell me that I look good or, you know what I mean? Pour into my ego that way. Same goes for men, whatever, right? Also from peers, you know, people congratulating you, supporting you, or, you know, really from coaches, from family members, from adults, from anyone, just spend time with yourself and discover and learn to love spending time with yourself and love taking care of yourself, love taking care of your body and your health. Do the little things that might be, might not be cool, right? If they make you feel peace inside, do the things that make you feel peaceful, do the things that make you feel happy and do the things that make you feel 
loved and like you're living. Like for me, I love just being in nature. I love spending time with my dog. I love just a lot of things that maybe not, maybe aren't as conventional or aren't a mainstream hobby to have, but they make me happy, right? For me, that's also art. That's also drawing and journaling and praying. It's also prioritizing meditation and yoga, being in nature, hanging out with animals, like I just said, like my dog, and, you know, just spending time to decompress. And whatever these hobbies are, it might be music for you. It might be, I don't even know, it might be poetry. It might be, I don't know. You know what I mean, though? Any, any outlet that just makes you feel happy, that you might not feel cool. Or even if you do feel cool, just making your, having yourself do it more. And so, yeah, it, this, this hobby could be completely different for you. That's all right. Do what makes you happy. So those two things. Trust, trust where you are. Trust God. Pour into yourself. I know this is a really complex subject. I attempted to cover it all, how it's been on my mind lately. But I know that this might be a topic that I touch on later on as well. But for now, thanks so much for listening and spending this time with me, whoever you are. And stay tuned for the next episode on the Live With Grace podcast.